You've got ideas, you've got ambition, you've got no time, or so you think. I'm Marissa Lonick, and I help busy moms with big dreams and no time. Join me each week as I dive into time management strategies, goal setting and achieving framework, and inspiring guests who are juggling mom life, work life, fill in the blank life. Dreams don't work unless you do, and just because you're a mom doesn't mean you can't still make it happen, whatever it means to you. Welcome to the Mama Work It podcast. Well, hello, hello, mama friends, and welcome back to another awesome episode of the Mama Work It podcast. This is the first solo episode of 2024. I am so excited you're here. I'm Marissa Lonick, your host, working mom of four, founder of Mama Work It, where we support women in the juggle, the juggle of work life, mom life, wife life, fill in the blank life. And I don't know about you, but I am so ready for this topic today. This episode is airing on January 10th, 2024, and I think it's just the perfect time to talk about this topic because what I find and what I have done many times in the past is I've started the new year out with all the best intentions, all the hype, all the the motivation of like new year, new me, and then by like day 10, Today, sometimes even earlier, I'm depleted. I've messed up and I'm probably right back to where I was like mid-December. Maybe not end of December because that's usually a weird time of year where we're just like navigating being off schedule and in between holidays and all that. But like mid-December when I was either knee-deep in some bad habits or wanting to be a different version of myself but not really focused and motivated and driven to get there. So if you are there right now on January 10th or whenever you are listening to this episode, you are in for a treat because today we're talking all about how to form a new habit. Now, before we dive in, I'm going to tell you about some incredible books, tools, resources that have helped me form new habits in my life year after year. I'm likely going to mention them today in the episode, but I want you to definitely take a look at the end of today's episode in the show notes and either order one of these books, watch one of these videos, like whatever speaks to you, because yes, some of what I have learned has been personal experience, of course, trial and error in my life. It's been working with clients, but it's also been about learning from other incredible experts and mentors out there who have done their own research and had their own experience when it comes to habit formation. Sometimes people will call me an expert, and honestly, I feel like anyone out there can become an expert in anything if they really, really want to. Like, if you open yourself up to being a lifelong learner, always willing, always able, and ready to absorb new information, different perspectives, reflect on experiences you have or what you observe around you, all of that stuff will lead you to becoming a quote-unquote expert in that area of life. Now, I'm not saying I'm a habit expert by any means, but I've definitely been studying this stuff for a long time. I practice what I preach, and I have a deep passion for wanting to help others. As you likely know, if you've been listening to this show, I want you to become the best version of yourself. 
And hey, I'm a certified coach here. So I'm here for using this platform, this podcast to help you get there. All right. So let's talk about habits first and what they actually are. Habits are things you do on autopilot, things you don't really think about, things that come like second nature. They're effortless. They're easy. They're ritual-based. They are continuous. They can be good. They can be bad. They can simply be. And all of us out there, all of us have habits. Some of them we're aware of. Others we might not be aware of. Like we might be aware that a daily habit we have is to drink coffee. But we might not be aware that we check our Instagram every time we pick up our phone, even if we pick it up for an entirely different reason. Both habits. So for the purposes of today's episode, we're going to be focusing on good habits and how to form a new one. You might want to focus your efforts on removing a bad habit. But what I'm going to talk about mainly today on this episode is about the inclusion of a new habit and how to add that into your regular routine. So there are lots of tips that can still apply to you here, a lot of resources, as I mentioned, that could be helpful and beneficial to you if you want to dig deeper on ditching a habit. But full disclosure, we're talking about implementing a new, good, positive habit, not trying to break a bad one today. Okay, so first order of business here, question for you. Do you know how long it takes to form a new habit? Do you know how long it takes? There are a lot of different opinions on this, but I lean into the scientific studies that say it takes 21 days, three weeks to form a new habit. Now, does that mean it will take you 21 days to form a new habit? It could. It could also take you a little less time or a little more time. I think it really depends on some other factors when it comes to that habit. For example, how bad do you want it? If something isn't that important to you, It may not be a matter of habit forming, but a matter of priority forming. It could also have to do with the habit's complexity. If the habit's too complicated, too big, too different, too difficult to implement consistently, it's going to be really hard to keep it up and it's going to be hard to have that become an easy peasy lemon squeezy type of habit in your life. Overall, you're doing the right thing though if 21 days is kind of what you lean into a pretty good target to hit to form a new habit. Science backs it up. I'm backing it up. Clients have backed this up. I'm I'm going, I'm leaning into the 21 days here. So if you want to lean into something too, I'd go for that. Okay, next, before you even decide what this new habit is, I want you to commit to it. Why do I say that? And how can you commit to a habit when you don't even know what it is? Okay, here's why. Moms, I know you're listening. You're basically the audience of this show. Moms tend to be martyrs. It's like a known trait most of us struggle with that we put ourselves last. We're selfless. We take care of everyone and everything before we even think about doing something for us. Like we wear 10-year-old yoga pants while our kids have the latest and greatest shoes and clothes and hats and accessories. Are all moms like this? No, they're not. But I do believe that a lot of us struggle with putting our own needs first, especially, especially when we are in the thick of parenting, when we've got little kids who need us even more. And add in there, if you're a working mom, there's another layer that adds to this piece. I wrote an entire section 
entire section in my first book, Time Management, about this. And I even developed a quiz entitled, How Worthy Are You? Because I felt like mom guilt and feeling worthy were things I struggled with a lot in the early years of motherhood. And you know what, you guys? 10 years later, I still have episodes with this. So I'm telling you this now before you even get started with deciding on what your habit is, starting that habit, committing to that habit, you have to commit to the act of it all, like the act of prioritizing yourself to make this new habit happen, to make this change happen, to step into a version of you that you haven't yet been or you haven't seen in a really long time. And you know in your heart It's going to be awesome. You're going to be able to make it happen with the right habits in place, but you've got to make that commitment to yourself. So as you listen to this, I want you to take a minute. I want you to let that sink in. Like, am I committed to becoming her? Am I here for it? Am I ready for it? Am I down for it? I hope you're answering yes to these questions. Like, am I DTFG, down to fucking go? Because we are about to go. So let's go, mama. All right. You've taken this moment now. You've made this promise. You've stepped into this version of who, of you, who is DTFG. And now I want you to pinpoint what that habit is. But hold up. Before you do this, I want you to stop for a minute, because I want to educate you on something real quick that you probably know, but you might, might, might need a reminder of, because I know I often need reminders like this. And that is, you can't try to change too much too soon. Like for real habit formation, a 180 here is not going to work, especially as a mom, especially as a working mom. Could it work? Has it worked? Sure it has. But realistically speaking, like from personal experience, client experience, research, experts, the best way to have success in a new habit is to make it small, is to make it small. So where did I get this from? I got it from a guy named BJ Fogg, okay? BJ, very successful professor, author, basically a habit guru. He gave a phenomenal TED Talk years ago, where he talked about forming what he calls tiny habits. I'm going to summarize a little story about the importance of that tiny habit with you today. He also wrote a great book on habits, and I'm linking these both in today's show notes as resources for today's episode. So let me share the story about BJ real quick that he shares in his TED Talk. Still go watch it. Well worth the 12 or 14 minutes or whatever it is. All right. So BJ is his habit guru. He was studying habits and he, he leaned into this tiny habit concept and he wanted to get fit at one period. And he knew the tiny habits way was the way to go. So how did he do this? He decided to add a tiny habit into his day and what he tacked it on to something he was already habitually doing. And the thing he was already habitually doing was using the bathroom every day, multiple times per day. We all do this, right? So every time he'd use the bathroom, he'd get down on the ground. He'd do two push-ups, tiny habit, two push-ups. He didn't do 10. He didn't do 20. He didn't try to do an hour at the gym every single day. He didn't jump into this crazy new lifestyle. He literally added a tiny habit of two push-ups after every time he used the restroom. 
That was his tiny habit. Now, after a while, BJ got really good at this. And as many of us are, he wanted to be a high achiever. He wanted to challenge himself. So instead of doing two, he started doing four. He started doing five. He started doing 10 sometimes. And at some point, he got to the point where he was doing upwards of 50 push-ups a day, and he was getting pretty fit. And this all started with just the tiny habit of adding two push-ups after he used the restroom multiple times a day. Can you believe it? So I share that with you because I think tiny habits are such an effective way to make habits stick and to make them easily uh, be an addition into your life, into your day. The other thing I want you to remember, besides the habit being small, is that the habit will be more successful if you attach it to another habit you already do. So for example, like BJ attached this habit to using the bathroom. You could attach your habit to other things. You could attach your habit to brushing your teeth, to waiting for your coffee to brew, to driving your car. You could squat while you're brushing your teeth. That would be like four minutes of squats a day, two in the morning, two in the evening. And that could be, I don't know, maybe 40, 60, 80 squats, depending how quickly you go. That could definitely become a tighter booty in 21 days, right? You could use the three minutes it takes for your coffee to brew to hydrate, to drink a glass of water before you drink your coffee. You could use it to empty the dishwasher that ran the night before so you don't have to stress about it later in the day and you have a more tidy kitchen. You could use the time you drive in your car to listen to audiobooks and become someone who reads more this year. I have a goal this year to read 40 books. I want to become someone who reads more. And I'm going to use my time in the car to help me do that. So it is really easy for excuses to creep in, to make your habits feel like they are extra, like there's no place for them, there's no time for them. But if you start small, if you start by attaching them to things you already do throughout the day, It can be pretty incredible to see the massive effects they have on your life, not just in 21 days, but in the next quarter, in the next six months, in the next year. Think about, think about you guys, what your booty would look like in January, 2025, if you simply squatted while you brushed your teeth every day. Think about how much more your skin would glow if you were well hydrated, if you drank that extra glass of water before your coffee every morning. Think about the calmness you'd feel if your kitchen were in order when you got home from work rather than having to start from scratch at 6 p.m. when you're tired from a long work day. Think about how much smarter you'd be if you listened to some of these books on your daily commute or how much you'd look forward to that time in your car because you were listening to something you really enjoyed rather than dreading it daily. Now, I definitely recommend focusing on one habit at a time. And then once you master that after like the 21 days or however long it takes you to master that, then add another layer or another habit. Um, you know yourself better than most people out there. Okay. Especially me, right. Who may not know you at all. So if you feel like you want to start with two, three habits, go for it. My recommendation, one at a time, layer it in. I think that's a more sustainable solution. But girlfriend, you do you. Trust yourself. You have all the answers within you. 
So hopefully today's episode is going to give you some tools, some insights, some help to get started, even if you're feeling like you've already fallen off the bandwagon here on January 10th. I know I've been there, so no shame in that game. Just get right back to it. There's no rule out there that says your New Year's resolution has to start on January 1st. I set goals every year on January 1st, and some of them I start right away. Some of them I don't start until Q4. Like, do you. Just do it. All right. Thank you for listening. This is a short and sweet episode today. I am rooting for you. I am excited to hear all about your new habits, friend. Drop me a line. Reach out to me on IG DMs. Tell me if this episode was helpful. You can also, of course, leave a review of the show, which always makes me super happy and excited to see. Keep on working it, mama. I'm going to see you in the next episode. Don't forget to check out those awesome resources I've got into these show notes. And don't forget to let me know what your new habit is going to be. All right. Bye, friends. You've been listening to the Mama Work It podcast. I hope you've enjoyed this episode and would love if you could take a quick minute to leave me a review on whichever platform you're listening from and maybe even send a note to a fellow mama friend recommending it. Reviews and recs help this podcast grow and reach more like-minded, awesome moms. And if you haven't subscribed yet, don't forget to click that button so we can stay in touch, girl. By the way, If you haven't checked out the Mama Work It website, please do. There are lots of free resources and great articles there that can help you with the juggle of work life, mom life, wife life, fill in the blank life. So head on over. Thanks again for being part of the tribe. I'll see you soon. But in the meantime, keep on working it, mama.